Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome into today's episode of the Top Cut Yu-Gi-Oh! Podcast. My name is Sonny. I'm here with my co-host, Giant Skyhawk. That's me. I'm large, in charge, can fly some places, and can't fly others. <laughs> That's a new <laughs> one. I like that one. Well, of course, before we get too far in, we want to thank all of our wonderful, wonderful sponsors. So, of course, a huge thank you to Steel Fox Games up in Shreveport, Louisiana, as well as, of course, we want to thank ATB Games in Alexandria, Louisiana. And we also want to thank, of course, Gem Accessories for their sponsorship of the podcast. And if you are interested in getting yourself any Dragon Shield sleeves or accessories, be sure to check out Dragon Shield. We have an affiliate link in the description down below. They are going to be doing some, they've been doing custom standard size sleeves for a while mm-hmm. you're about to start doing custom japanese size sleeves as well uh i so, can i can confirm that those are actually already available you can oh so they're, they're publicly available now they are publicly available now sick so be sure to check out dragon shield if you want to do custom japanese size sleeves you can do some really cool stuff uh, i am going to be ordering some here in the next couple of days i haven't really totally settled on what design i want but i have some friends that have already done it and they look really good I think you all need to, uh, if you go to the Top Cut Podcast Twitter, there are a couple of sleeve designs. I think that you posted last week. Uh, yeah. that I, I, th- I think people people should people should give their feedback on those. Yeah, yeah. So be sure to check those out. And of course, we do have a TCG Player affiliate link in the description down below if you're still shopping at TCG Player for some reason, even though they're union busting. So, you know, you probably shouldn't be doing that. But if you are, uh, there is a link. And like, may as well take some money from them if they're going to be doing that, you know? so Absolutely uh, so with that said, of course, let's go ahead and get on into today's episode. So I want to start the episode today by talking about some, uh, I'm just going to give life updates. Uh, I've had a heck of a week. So, <laughs> yeah, so generally, <laughs> go ahead. It is amazing here. I was just going to say uh, that that's an understatement just based on the conversations I've had with you over the last chunk of time in the middle of the day. Like, yeah, just did. <laughs> It's it's obscene, really. Okay, so for some context, last week in North Louisiana, we mm-hmm. had some brutal storms come through. Uh, really, they, they were pretty bad, and they really did a lot of damage. Last Friday, so a week ago as of this release, there's 125,000 people just in the city north of me that had no power. My area was like 7,000 people without power. The areas in between were anywhere from 10 to 20,000 people 
per like area. Like, it was bad. There was there was probably close to two hundred thousand people total without power just in Louisiana. So the storms came through, and as a result, that Friday at my work again, I, I work at UPS. For those that don't know, I'm a UPS driver. That Friday, we had no power at all. We had no way to like sort the packages and things like that. None of our conveyor belts were working. And it's so many boxes that you can't really like just move them all by hand. Like there was a time when we just had like rollers and the drivers just like pushed them down the rollers by hand and hand sorted everything in the mornings. But that wasn't really a thing that we could do last Friday just because the volume is so high now that you can't really do that anymore. It would take hours and hours. We don't have rollers. We have a conveyor belt. So you'd have to like forcibly push them down by hand. It's not like they just gently roll along. So uh, it wasn't really feasible for us to run everything, but we could run the critical stuff. So we ran like maybe 10% or 5% of our volume on Friday. Uh, just like critical stuff that had to be delivered. And I... I got off at 1130. It was great. I, I never get early days. I don't have early days at work. They don't exist. Well, naturally, come this week, all that volume from Friday had to be delivered. So Monday we ran like, I don't know. It was an extra like, like 60 or 70% volume on Monday. And I actually got off at a good time. I got off at like 738 o'clock on Monday, which is like, honestly pretty pretty typical then on tuesday it really hit the fan it was bad and we had a bunch of people called in and in our building six call-ins is like the end of the world (laughs) so on top of all the volume and everybody was so overloaded that like i had like 150 deliveries and like 250 miles Mm -hmm. which is a lot like normally 150 deliveries you get like 50 miles you know normally 250 miles you have like 65 stops so it was a lot my last projected stop tuesday was 12 15 or 1208 a.m the next day so yeah thankfully they had mercy on us and at uh like 10 o'clock they just said hey everybody come back to the building you're done so they all wanted they wanted us all off the clock under twelve hours, which woo. Yeah. Uh, it's actually third. It's actually thirteen hours on road because we have a one hour unpaid lunch. I'm a so I'm a I'm I'm gonna be real. That's nuts. <laughs> yeah, and I uh, I may I may or may not have been holding up a copy of uh, remote YCS promo. Uh, I'm gonna be while I was saying that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so then yesterday which is wednesday it was another like got off at 10 o'clock 10 30 but at least the volume's caught up now right like we've caught up on volume so like thursday is just another day and then today i was in a pretty good mood i had a pretty decent day found a misload on my truck so at the end of my day i had to go deliver a package from another route that was put on my truck by mistake by somebody else. So not even something I had any control over. Even though I went through my car looking for misloads, it was hidden in a bag. So like, which we don't go through because the bags are pre-sorted, whatever. So I have to go deliver that. Adds 30 minutes to my day. So I get off at 8.30, 8.40 again tonight, which is pretty good. Uh, but then today uh, I walked i stepped off of a customer's porch and there was a giant red wasp nest under the top step of their porch so now my ankle is like swollen and burning it's been a it's been a oh and and the heat index has been 105 to 110 all week so it's like really hot and i'm just you know like it's like 42 degrees celsius for like you know the non-americans so i i uh... it's been hot and it's been miserable and i'm tired yeah, I too also had a, a very difficult uh, day today. Uh, I had yeah? some emails. I had some emails to respond to. And, uh, oh man, I'm, I I, I'm, 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 I'm kidding. That's brutal, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Such an unreal like. Yeah, the workload gotta, at UPS is obscene. Better. Yeah. Well, hopefully, the issue, my hopefully the union negotiation UPS, helps. Yeah, yeah. My biggest issue with UPS is that 
they they expect perfection all the time in what are chaotic circumstances to say the least so (laughs) it's like it's never a normal day but no matter what kind of a day it is it's like perfection regardless is what's expected and i understand why Mm -hmm. it's like it's a dangerous job it is like you can get overheated you can get hurt you can fall you can you know you know you can strain pull and tear muscles picking up heavy packages i mean i I delivered four generators in the last two days. I've delivered multiple air conditioner units, uh, pressure washers, all in the last like three days. It's, I mean, it's it's a lot of hard, grueling work in hot, hot weather. But the pay is really good. So, you know, but as far as you were saying with the union negotiations, it's crazy because today... Yesterday, UPS. Yesterday, the union gave the gave the company its economic proposals, and today the company countered, and the counter offer was so egregious that the union stepped away from the table entirely and said, "We're not coming back until you give us a real and respectable offer." Whoa. Yeah, I like that. I mean, so we have thirty eight days to get a contract worked out. If not, we're going on strike. I uh, so. It sounds like the union's been doing a bang-up job. I don't know the details, but I am uh, super interested to see where that goes. I hope y'all get a good deal. Yeah, me too. So <laughs> now that I've got, now that I've done my I had a bad week soapbox, which is why I also <laughs> normally we record on Wednesdays. Today we're doing it on Thursday, hoping mm-hmm. to be done in time for uh, Skyhawk spot on the subathon. Yeah, um, y'all are uh, y'all y'all are. By the time this comes out, it'll be over. But if you want to go check the VOD, uh, I will have done or will be doing slash will have done um, thirty minute kind of a mini concert uh, playing some Yu Gi Oh songs and some anime songs, some uh, some acoustic arrangements, including a uh, I've set up my own acoustic arrangement of uh, Kashtira, the uh, the King Scarlet oh. track. So uh, so that's gonna be fun. Uh, and then, I'm just and then gonna I- say, any you should definitely be taking that part of the VOD and uploading it to either our channel or your own channel. I'm just gonna. I'll say. Uh, I'll, I'll see if I can get permission to do that. Uh, the other thing um, uh, is uh, I'll have uh, Luna and uh, and uh, Celeste on uh, Caitlin, uh, as you as you know, for uh, afterwards for some wiki format. Uh, so have I have I explained wiki format to you yet? No, you have it. This is the first time hearing of okay. this. This is a fun one. We will definitely have to do it at some point. I feel like this could be okay. a funny like channel. I might video. hop in. I might hop in tonight. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's well. I mean, if you're not gonna die, then absolutely. But it, you, you have to work. I can multitask. Too, yeah? I can. I can do this and die. It's. I can multitask. <laughs> okay. So wiki format. It's not my idea. Uh, Pro FP and then we do Discord is the one who came up with it okay. for the last subathon. So you pick a you you pick an archetype. And mm-hmm. you go to the um, the Wikipedia page for that archetype. Mm-hmm. You are only you build a deck. You are only allowed to play cards that are listed in the recommended cards section. All of the wiki pages have like a recommended cards section for the decks. Some of them are very standard, and some of them are very funny. That include like okay. some absolutely ridiculous cards. So you're only allowed to play cards in your deck that are listed in the recommended cards section. You can do anything else you want. So it's like so a very you can't funny... do actual archetypal cards. You can just do the ones in the section. Just the ones that are in the recommended section. So, so there are some recommended sections that don't have cards in the deck, either because they haven't been updated for new support because some of the articles are old, or because the the like for some reason the people who wrote them just didn't want to play the cards. So there's like uh, I think the first one Amazing. I did was uh, TG, and there were a couple of like generic cards and a couple of very stupid cards in there. Like I think uh, the TG deck was allowed to play pre-met. <laughs> because it Amazing. was on the list but anyway that's wiki format in case anybody is, wants to give that a whirl yeah i mean i think it sounds like a blast <laughs> personally i already have a couple of archetypes in mind that i think would have crazy suggested mm-hmm. so um so is, wait well you know what would make it better mm-hmm. if you had to spin an archetype wheel I think that would be that would be ideal. Is if you had to spin the wheel and get it, just so you could pick something that was strong. Mm-hmm. Like I think that would be funny. Yeah, because I mean, think about it like this. Really like, I'm, I'm just gonna be honest. A full tenny deck would be broken, and if you do Sword Soul, oh, I, bet I bet you can just do a full tenny deck. Uh, yeah, it probably. I imagine the tenny's are probably under Sword Soul for recommended. So and definitely. the Yangzings. Uh, 
I actually don't know. I, I wonder. Let me see. Hold on. <laughs> I mean, like, like yeah. tangy boxia control would honestly probably just be like a crazy deck. Yeah, that's actually true. I'm actually I'm gonna go to the Sword Soul Yugipedia page right now. I'm on it right now. Cards. I'm so, on it right now. Uh, Ashuna Vishida. Uh, so Nidhog, Generator Boss of Ice, and Giant Parafish <laughs> are in the legal monster cards for this deck. So wait, in the are recommended the... cards, they have Mohi and Taya and Longyan. Yeah. Yes, they do. So you can wait a minute. Those... Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. They only have Ashuna and Vishuda. They don't have uh, and uh, Adhara is they... there. Actually, it's under Tuner. Monsters. Oh, I see Adhara now. It's under Tuner. Yeah. Okay. I so see this Adhara. this you could basically play this deck full power, but you would have to play only the cards listed here. So uh, you can't play any hand traps. You can't play. You like, can't any play like Monk. That. Yeah. No. No Monk. It's not. It's, oh no. So uh, yeah, Monk is not in the uh, extra deck. Only Shaman is. So you can't play what? Monk. What? Yeah. There's so like this is why the format. You is can't fun. play it without Monk. Well, I'm, well, you're gonna have to try, and that's that's why this format is fun because there's like almost always something key that's missing, and you hey, have to. Hey, like, Lilith is there though. Like, for example, Waterfall of Dragon Souls, a decent generic trap card, and it's basically the only generic card you can play. Like, like you're probably actually thinking about putting a copy of Giant Parafish in the deck just to fill out space. They're like, that, that's why this format is so good. That's- <laughs> That's insane, to be honest with you. <laughs> You're playing multiple sacred summits in this. I'm oh, I bet. Yeah, it, it, yes, exactly. That's why, like, distilling it down to that uh, kind of fun crap. This is all I got. is is, is very funny. But anyway. Uh, anyway, yeah, okay. <laughs> we have some Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, anyway, by about. the way, I guarantee MBT Subathon is still going. If you have Amazon Prime, you can go to MBT Subathon and add time onto his timer for free using your Amazon Prime <laughs> yeah. video subscription yeah. on Twitch. Really, it's really literally free. Really, you're really <laughs> Okay. All right. Trying to trying so. to see if there are trying to see if there are any uh any oilers listening in uh listening yeah to yeah the if there are any oilers use our tcg player affiliate link and spend a boatload true. of money and then go to his subathon <laughs> literally so true. go check out our patreon which i forgot to shout out and when i was doing sponsors but shout out to our patrons shout out to all of them <laughs> okay well we've burnt through like almost 20 minutes like really yeah, yeah, yeah. fast we're at uh so we're at, we're at, we have we're a ton to cover we're at we're at about 16 uh what do we want to yeah. do first just a quick stuff okay. from uh, uh i'm gonna I, I tell you what, I'll pick one, you pick one, I'll pick one, you will go like that, okay? Okay, um, I assume we save the, we're saving the biggest one for last, yeah? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Uh, I want to talk about Age of Overlord, so I think this is Let's the quickest, it. easiest one to do. Age mm -hmm. of Overlord is the beginning of the newest uh, series within Yu-Gi-Oh! So this is the beginning of, this is the end of the Sevens era and the beginning of whatever they're going to call this era, which doesn't have a name because it also doesn't have an anime or a manga. Um, wow. So Age of Overlord is basically the beginning of the next big um, part of Yu-Gi-Oh! There is going to be some Supreme King Zark support in this, which we've talked about. Uh, we've had more. We have more Visa Starfrost cards and stuff coming out. More Manadium cards coming out. A lot of the cards we've been reading off over the last couple of weeks have been from Age of Overlord. So you can expect to see a lot of those on that uh, in that set. But as far as the actual set release date, you are going to be looking at October twentieth of twenty twenty three which is, in my opinion, a little bit later than most. I think most of these uh, premiere sets come out in August because I want to say that yeah. uh, Generation Force was in August. I want to say that um, I know that Duelist Alliance was in August. What was the set for Synchros with Stardust Dragon? Duelist Genesis, I want to say it was Genesis. in August. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's a little bit later than usual, but I think that that's fine because realistically there's no like Master Rule changes coming with it <laughs> that we know of. So... <laughs> True, that would be uh, so. be quite something. Uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm curious. There's there's lots of cool cards in there. Uh, yeah. So, but I don't really think there's too much else to cover here, other than we are getting this core set in the TCG. Who would have thunk it? Wow. Uh, okay. So. I, gu I guess next up we'll go with the uh, we'll go with the last uh, card in the Jack Atlas structure deck, at least the new one. Sure. The last spell. Uh, brought to you by Unleash. So this card's name is Crimson Gaia. It's a continuous spell. You can it's only a cool use. Name. E 
it is a cool name. You can only use each of the three effects once per turn. Funny enough, if it actually like translates to Gaia, there are probably some Gaia cards that can search this, which would be very funny. Uh, one, during your main phase, you can add one Ren Dragon Archfiend or one card that mentions it except Crimson Gaia from your deck or graveyard to your hand. That automatically- It's 10 key, but better. It's 10 key with upside, amazing. Two, when your Red Dragon Archfiend declares an attack, you can change all monsters your opponent controls to face down defense position. I love Ultimate Conductor Tyranno. Uh, two, or three, yeah. if a monster or monsters on the field uh, is destroyed by battle or card effect, you can special summon one Red Dragon Archfiend from your graveyard. Uh, this card is really good. Like, Rota, or, or Tenki, that also can, like, swap a bunch of stuff face down when you attack, which is, like, fine, I guess. But, like, if anything on the field is destroyed, you can bring back Red Dragon Archfiend, and that includes cards who are, like, treated as Red Dragon Archfiend in the graveyard. Like, this seems really good. Yeah, no, the card is actually ridiculously broken within Archetype, and... Mm -hmm. These kinds of cards are the cards that are like so powerful that they become like a generic inclusion within certain strategies. So yeah. if you ever see something like Red Dragon Archfiend splashable for some reason, like th these are the kinds of cards that make it splashable yeah. because and it's so generically powerful. I think it was intentional that this was the last reveal too. Uh, like if you look yeah, at sure. the if you look at the Crystal Beast structure deck, the, like the best card in that deck is Rainbow Bridge of the Heart, uh, which also, is the last I, card. Also a continuous spell, it was the last card that got revealed, and it was the thing that kind of tied the whole deck together. This feels like something that is tying the deck together. Hmm. Yep, I don't for know. sure. Food for thought. <laughs> so, uh, let's go ahead. I'll pick the next one. I guess we'll finish off all the new cards, and we'll talk about the remaining Fall 2023 promos. We, we did get, promos. get the announcement. Yeah, we got the announcement of another Synchro promo, the very next one, but... Yeah, it was, I, the, uh, Bri it was the Brian Acri train. We do not have the effect for that yet. Exactly. That's what it was. We don't have the effect for it, so that's why we didn't really bring it up. Um, mm -hmm. So we don't have images for these two V-Jump promos, but we do have uh, we do have names. We have... We got, we got text. Yeah, we have, we have all the names. We have the typing. We have the levels and, you know, stats and effects. We just don't have pictures, mm -hmm. which... You could probably find like more or less what the pictures are going to look like based off of what they were in the manga. But you know, for now, this is what we have. So the first card is Junk Dragonlet, which is a an adorable name. Uh, Earth Machine Effect Monster, twenty five hundred attack, eighteen hundred defense, level five. You can only special summon with the way in this card's name's effect once per turn. So that'll probably translate differently to like you can only special in this card by its own effect once per turn or something. Yeah. Uh, you can only use this card's second effect once per turn. One, if you control a synchro monster, you can special in this card from your hand. That's broken. That's pretty uh, good. Uh, yeah. Uh, two, when a synchro monster you control declares an attack, you can banish this card from your graveyard. That attacking monster gains 800 attack until the end of this turn. This card feels like an absolute must include in like synchron decks maybe even speedroid various yeah. like synchro synchro centric strategies where they're just trying to synchro climb for free this card feels like yeah. an automatic inclusion the fact that it's a junk card is nice the fact i love again one of those cards that's like it has great utility going first mm -hmm. but also has additional utility going second in that it brings itself back for extra damage and an attack boost yeah uh mm -hmm. being a being a junk card probably is relevant actually um for like a couple random cards in the Synchron deck. Uh, so I, I don't know if you play this for sure, but it reads like it's pretty good. Like a free five is something that's kind of rare in the game. Yeah. So I think uh, just for levels, it might even be worth it. But curious I to see where that agree. runs out. We do have a second card that is uh, <laughs> a little weird. So it's uh, Burgundy the Magic Elf, Dark Spellcaster Effect. It's a level four, 1600 attack, 1400 defense. Each effect once per turn. One, if a card or cards uh, is discarded from your opponent's hand by a card effect, while this card is in the monster zone, you can inflict 400 damage to your opponent for each discarded card. And two, when this card is destroyed by battle instant to the graveyard, you can discard one random card from your opponent's hand. Uh, I, I don't think this is very good. I don't know what you're doing with this. <laughs> it's a very, very, very Dark World specific side deck card, but it's bad regardless. Yeah, so... we're going we're gonna to normal summon this in time. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> there gotta be better ways. All right. Uh, you get the next thing. 
okay. Uh, I guess I think that's most of the small stuff. Uh, yeah, it for sure. Do we want to do? Do we want to? Let's do. Let's do the two-player starter set, and then we have the other two topics. I think. So okay, this is sure. A new I think set. the other two topics are a lot more. Yeah, sure. Probably bigger. Yeah. So this is uh, this is a new product that we are getting uh, October twenty seventh, twenty twenty three, in TCG. Uh, so this this set contains. Uh, I guess I'll read what it is first. So. Uh, learn to duel with the new Yu-Gi-Oh! TCG two-player starter set. The new t starter set is the perfect way for any new duelist to learn the ropes with a friend, their family, or all by themselves. Use two different decks to go head-to-head. -head. The starter set 64-page comic book walks you through a scripted, not randomized, duel to teach Yu-Gi-Oh! TCG basics from the beginning, from your first card draw through summons and battles to the extra decks Synchro and Xyz monsters. After completing the teaching duel, the decks can be reassembled to go through it again, or used as a standard and complete dueling decks to launch your journey into the Yu-Gi-Oh! TCG universe. Uh, each two-player starter set includes two different 44-card decks, with two 40-card main decks and two 4-card extra decks, uh, so it's 80 commons and 8 ultra rares, which I imagine are probably the extra deck cards. And then, I would think. Uh, and then a 64-page teaching comic book. Uh, this is... I mean, I will... I'm going to... Res I, somebody, I saw somebody post and I agree. I'm going to reserve judgment until we actually know what the cards are. However, uh, this is awesome. We just have not had this ever. And having something okay. that we can use to like introduce people, I think is very cool. Here's what I'm going to say. Okay. There's a couple of things that I think we're going to have to both look for from this structure deck or starter. It's not a structure. It's a starter deck. There's a couple of things we're going to have to look for out of this starter deck for it to be relevant as well as understand what it is. Yep. Starter decks are not structure decks. These decks are mm -hmm. not built to be competitive out of the box. They are built yes. to demonstrate the game's rules demonstrate a basic understanding of how various mechanics within the game work mm -hmm. and slowly over time a person can be expected to go from this to playing real Yu-Gi-Oh! because while it is real we, we all know like even with a 64 page teaching comic book this is not going to give a full representation of the Yu-Gi-Oh! experience and we know that right yep that is now true. i think there are a couple of things though that they need to have present within this starter deck for it to really accomplish things that it needs to do so i think that there needs to be a of course there needs to be both non-effect monsters and effect monsters there will be vanillas in this structure deck a starter oh i'm so used to saying structure there will mm -hmm. be vanillas within this starter deck there also need to be effect monsters that represent a range of different effects that you would see within a typical Yu-Gi-Oh card game. I think that there needs to be effects that target. I think there need to be effects that don't target if possible. And I really think that there needs to be some representation of hand traps within this deck. Because to really teach somebody within about Yu-Gi-Oh and the things that happen within Yu-Gi-Oh, I'll say right now, somebody needs to understand the concept of hand traps and why they are important and why how they are used because the concept of a monster's looking at a monster card and saying all right this is a monster card it has an effect monster effects can be activated while they're on the field versus having a hand trap and saying but this one activates when it's in your hand yep. i think that that's a really important distinction to make and it's something that is that confuses new players is the different ways that you can activate monster effects and i hope that they pick cards that are really good for this because there are ways to do it so yeah um, i'm hoping that i'm hoping that the comic as well is a way to guide those explanations because previously like uh starter decks just have not had uh a, like the, the rule books are kind of obtuse right and they're not actually very yeah. representative of what happens in the game uh, I, I sure. think this is a great opportunity to to rectify that. So I'm Absolutely. curious to see what it is. Uh, this could I'll be the a... lowest barrier to entry thing that Yu-Gi-Oh has ever had. Absolutely true. Uh, uh, I will make... And the last, the one yeah. last thing. I, I know you're trying to say something. One very uh, yeah. last thing that I want to say is there also needs to be representation of field spells, continuous spells, quick play spells, regular spells, and yeah. honestly, possibly even ritual spells. 
and also with trap cards you need normal continuous and counter traps yep uh, super speedy comment here on the Master Duel Forbidden and Limited list. Uh, it's terrible. It's awful. Uh, it's yeah. very cynically bad. Uh, it hits decks that are not tier limit or worse than it hits tier limit. It's very stupid. The tier hit is Sullyuk to 1. The other hits are M-Pen to 1, Eradicator to 1, Branded Fusion to 2, Sprite Jet to 2, Swap Frog to 2, and Metaverse to 3. Most of these don't do anything, but the hits to those decks are harsher than the best deck in the format, which is tier. That is Absolutely. my uh, Master Duel update. It's a dog water <laughs> list for a dog water game. List bad. All right. So we've covered all of the small stuff. Now, there are a couple. There's one really big product announcement to unpack here. And I'm sure you all already know what it is. It's the 25th anniversary rarity collection. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is is a huge product announcement with a lot of little caveats and we're going to spend the better part of the back half of the episode talking about this and we have another little topic we're going to talk about too but i really wanted to go in depth with this particular topic and give it the discussion that i think it deserves because this this is a monumental product release so um we have a new set called the 25th anniversary rarity collection this is uh, containing 79 cards, which is a very specific number that we'll talk about later when, once I'm done reading. Mm-hmm. The release date is November 3rd, 2023. And here's the full blurb. I'm just going to go through the whole thing. Obtain two new card technologies with the 25th Anniversary Rarity Collection. Coming this November, you can finally get your hands on two new card technologies that have only been available overseas until now. The 25th Anniversary Rarity Collection is a spectacular all-foil set with 79 of the game's most popular cards, each available. All of them are available in seven different rarities, including two brand new rarities. So the rarities are Super Rares, Ultra Rares, Secret Rares, okay, Quarter Century Secret Rares, celebrating the 25th anniversary. So these are very similar to Starlights, but they have a little 25th stamp on them. Mm-hmm. Platinum Secret Rares, which haven't been seen since the 2015 Megaton. And uh, Skyhawk, uh, Pop Quiz, do you know what two cards are the only two cards in the Yu-Gi-Oh! TCG currently that have Platinum Rare uh, I think I do, actually. It is uh, Dark Rebellion Xyz Dragon and Bujinte Susanoo. I really thought that there was a Fire Fist card. I don't think it's Dark Rebellion Xyz. No. I think it's Fire Brotherhood of oh, the Fire Fist. Is it, Tiger uh, King. Does Tiger King have one? That might be Tiger King. I think King. it's Tiger King. I, I know, don't think it's I know Dark for, Rebellion Xyz. I know for a fact one of them is Susanoo. It, the other one is Susanoo, for sure. I always thought it was Su- uh, Susanoo, but it might be Susanoo. Anyway. I, I uh, <laughs> Yeah. There will, so Platinum Secret Rares are coming back, unfortunately. And we also have new Prismatic-style Collector's Rares. Made with extra sparkle, this is the same. This is their words, not mine. This is the same as the Japanese Collector's Rare technology previously available only in Asia. So only in the OCG. I am am so excited for these. These, you... They're amazing. You do not understand how good these look. Uh, If you want to see how good these look, you can actually go to the Crush Cards Twitter because they have some and they posted like video of them like moving them. They're amazing. New prismatic style ultra rares with a raised 3D varnish effect. This is the same as the Japanese ultimate rare technology previously available only in Asia. Again, only in the OCG. I'm going to say the Japanese ultis are hit or miss. Some of them are amazing and some of them are cool, but not amazing. (laughs) The collector's rares are pretty much the same, but I think I'll... I think a lot more of the collectors are hits than okay. misses. So yeah. I'm really excited for these. Completely uh, Watch as your cards sparkle, shine, and gleam in rarities so luxurious that you will be the envy of every duelist. Go into your next tournament well-prepared with competitive mainstays that can go in any deck, like Ash Blossom and Joy Spring, Nibiru the Primal Being, Effect Veiler, and Infinite Impermanence. Unlock the full potential of your extra deck with game-defining cards like Baron de Fleur and Borlode Savage Dragon. And fans of the anime will finally get another chance at obtaining the Egyptian God Slime. And you can add some of the best spell cards in the game to your collection and your deck. Cards you won't want to miss out on like Pot of Prosperity, Triple Tactics Talent, and Forbidden Droplet. And 
and a special twist. The structure of these packs is like nothing you've seen before, as each pack has a chance to have one, two, sometimes, or even three, whoa, jackpot, of the new luxury rare technologies. Each pack will contain two super rares, one secret rare with a one in four chance of being upgraded to platinum secret or quarter century secret rare, and two ultra rares, each of which has an individual one in six chance of being upgraded to the new prismatic style collector's rare or new prismatic style ultra rare. And, and with every card available and every rarity, you can collect matching copies or mix and match the rarities of your favorite cards. I, I'm, just, I'm just grinning ear to ear listening to this okay this is like this is like exactly what we have been asking for for ages which is the years, ocg style set design like this is okay i cannot understate how large this is for the game in the tcg all right i want to cover one last thing before we actually uh go into, into our into full thoughts yeah impact okay so this product every card listed in this product was also in the OCG Rarity Collection, which came out like earlier this year, last year, year before, sometime. Like I think it was earlier mm -hmm. this year or last year. Yeah. And the OCG Rarity Collection had 80 cards. This set has 79 cards. <laughs> there is one card in the OCG Rarity Collection that is currently banned in the TCG, and that is Max C. So, hear me out. This is the running theory. This is what everyone is assuming. And I'm just going to be honest. We do not have no. a full set list. This is not confirmed. This is pure speculation. But they're, I mean, they're both called Rarity Collection. They're both giving cards in all the same rarities that they were available in the OCG. This one's 79. The other one was 80. Mm -hmm. The difference would be max C. Everything checks out to make a ton of sense. So with that said, I'm going to rattle through the list of cards really fast and we mm -hmm. can you can stop me if anything particularly notable comes up i have yeah. one or two that i'm gonna mention but I have, i'm just gonna I rattle have, i'm a power through yeah i have i have one or two that i'll stop you at for sure okay this is the ocg list and again yeah. maxi is going to be on here i'll mention it when we get there but all right yeah. in alphabetical order for monsters then spells then traps Alpha, Master of Beasts, Artifact, Lancia, Ash Blossom, and Joy Spring, Black Wings to Moon, the Poison Wind, uh, Blue Eye Spirit Dragon, is that right? I believe so. Okay. Uh, Danger, Jackalope, Dimension Shifter, Dogmatica Ecclesia, Effect Veiler, which will be one of the chase cards, I presume. Uh, yeah, yeah. Eldritch the Golden Lord. Well, Eldritch so, the Golden Lord again, but a different rarity. I, do, I mean, a different uh, art. So yeah. So I do want to make a comment here. Is that I believe there are two cards in this set that are available in alt arts. Uh, one of them is Eldritch the Golden Lord, and I can't remember what the other one is. Uh, it's possible that they forgot to put it on here. The alternate art Eldritch. Um, it might be. Oh, it's spell. Nightmare Nightmare Unicorn. That's the one. Uh, the oh, Ghost Spell okay. alt art is not in here. Unicorn is the yeah. other alt art card. Uh, yeah. If the set design matches the ocg then the alternate arts will only be available in the alt the ultimate rare and the collector's rare rarity they will not be available in the other rarities so we don't I know could, i see that but they did very specifically say every card is available in every rare yeah so that's why that's why i'm like take all this okay, with a grain of salt because okay, i see be, because if, if if they are saying that and then the the like the eldritch like the alt art thing is the case then yeah. maybe maybe the set has changed in some way so that's just yeah. something to put out there Okay, after the two Eldliches, you have Fairy Tail Luna, Fallen of Albaz, a Galaxy Eyes monster. I don't know which one this is. Uh, it's Galaxy Eyes Soul Flare Dragon. Okay. I knew it was a G, and I knew it was Galaxy Eyes, but I couldn't quite pin down which one it was. Yeah. I don't know him that well. Oh, it might uh, not be It might not be Soul Flare Dragon. It's Soul a Galaxy Eyes monster. Link. It is a Galaxy Eyes monster. Sorry, sorry, Jay. I missed it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we have Ghost Bell and Haunted Mansion, Inspector Border, unfortunately, Lava Golem, I guess, sure. <laughs> Uh, Lone Fire Blossom, which will be another chase card because it's for Edison and, you know, plain synchro format. It's for old formats and stuff, essentially. Yep. Um, then you have Max C, which, again, probably won't be in ours because, you know, it's banned. Uh, Nibiru, mm -hmm. the Primal Being, the Iris Sword Soul, which is a weird pick, but whatever. Uh, then you have a, a Wing Dragon of Raw Sphere Mode, which this, really needed a reprint. This, so this really is really badly needed one. Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, Tour Guide from the Underworld, amazing pick. That's going to be a collector card. Um, then you have 
uh, Vision Hero Varus. Is that the one it is? Uh, Ferris. 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 Yeah, Ferris. Uh, and then win the wind. Win, win, win the wind channeler. Okay, the effect monster. Um, yep. Cyber Angel Ben 10, Called by the Grave, Change of Heart, Chaos Space, Dark Ruler No More, Forbidden Droplet, Fossil Dig. Fossil Dig. I, I, I would yeah. like to make a quick point about Fossil Dig is that I get to expand the Dino Collection now because there are now going to be uh, three more high rarity prints of Fossil Dig for me to get. True. So. Very, very, very excited for the. Yeah. Uh, for the for the ulti fossil digs but anyway continue lightning storm magicalized fusion i can't zoom in to see what uh, part magician the, salvation yeah it's the dark magician field, field spell, spell. Yeah. Yeah. uh nadir servant pot of desires pot of extravagance pot of prosperity pre-preparation of rights print. yeah uh pre-preparation of rights reasoning rhoda small world spellbook of judgment triple tactic talent the spell card section is so it's, ridiculously it's loaded it, it's, it's so it's loaded it's so uh, sick. Yeah. The trap cards are Compulsory Evacuation Device, Dimensional Barrier, uh, Dogmatica, Punishment, Evenly Matched, Harpy's Feather Storm. I don't know what ice, that is. It's, ice, uh, ice it's, barrier. it's Ice Barrier. Ice yep. Barrier. Ice Dragon's Prison, Infinite Impermanence, Shadal Schism, Summon Limit, and Tri Brigade Revolt, I think. Yep, right? that's Revolt, okay. yep. Uh, you should know that. Also fairly loaded. <laughs> it's been a while, okay? It's been so All right. Your extra deck monsters are... Whew, okay, here we go. Uh, do you need, some, you need some help it, for this one? Listen, they're really small, and I'm trying my best. It's not letting me zoom okay. on Discord, but I want to try. I can... Uh, uh, okay, yeah. I'm going to try. Egyptian yep. God Slime, Elder Entity yep. Intis, Mastero Dark Law, Mud Dragon of the Swamp? Yep. I get it mixed up. Uh, you got it. Plant, Dracostopelia? Yep, that's it. Okay. Ancient Fairy Dragon, Baron de Fleur, Borrowload Savage Dragon, Herald of the Arclight, Junk Speeder? Yep, Junk Speeder. Cool. Downward Magician, a Galaxy Eyes monster? Yeah, it's uh, it's the it's the 4K attack guy. It's like Neo Galaxy, whatever. Okay, yeah, ridiculous name. Yeah. I genuinely, I don't know what this one is, this next one. Uh, it is, it is Ghost Trick, Angel of Mischief. Sure. Uh, number 100, Numeron Dragon, Red Eyes Metal Flare Dragon? Red Eyes Flare Metal Dragon. Close Flare Metal, you got sure. It. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, Dingirsu Time Thief Redoer, is that it? Redoer, yep. Yeah. Uh, Artemis the Majestus Moon Maiden, I think? Yep. yep. Cherubini, uh, this is D Link, Link Talker Inverted, Decode Talker Inverted or something like that? It's it's uh, it's Code Talker Inverted. Code Talker Inverted, then Decode Talker Heat Soul, I think is the next one. Yep, he's all. And then Nightmare Unicorn, Nightmare Unicorn, Crusadia Avramax, which needed a reprint. Yep. Uh, Avramax didn't really need a reprint. It has two more cheap printings now, but having another okay. high rarity option is nice. Uh, a Celine, the Link 3 C Celine, Celine that. Celine needed a reprint. <laughs> yeah, Celine needed a reprint. The Matt Celine Queen of the Spellcasters or something like that? I don't know. Yeah, yep. Uh, and then Striker Dragon. So, listen. This set is loaded top to bottom. It's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> the debate is whether or not it's as good as Dude or not. Um, I think that overall, this is a much better set than Dude. Uh, so it, this is such a... I think a we were talking about this earlier. I think the argument is... I, I'm going to talk about this in Canadian dollars because it just makes more sense for me to do. Dude mm -hmm. up here on release was like 50 Canadian, something like that. So sure. if we were to get three things of Dude to get play sets of all of these cards, it would be 150 bucks. Two boxes of this would run between 160 Canadian if you get it early or probably more likely 180 Canadian closer to release. So sure. like a 10 to $30 difference in price. You with dude, if you buy three, you're guaranteed to get three of those cards. But some of the cards were like really not that great. If you buy two boxes sure. of this set, you're very likely to get play sets of all of these cards, and you're like almost guaranteed to get some higher value collectible like items. You're gonna get some cool stuff. So for like a marginal cost increase, you are probably getting play sets of all these cards, and you are getting cool collector stuff that probably will yeah. have more value than the difference in price between dude. Uh, to be yeah. frank with you, uh. So, dude is like, like this card has this this deck. Frankly, has more like staple hand traps than dude did. If we're being real, yeah. Like, okay, so I have the dude <laughs> like card list pulled up. 
You have all yep. the ghost girls. So Ghost Ogre, Ghost Reaper, Ash Blossom, Ghost Bell, Ghost Sister, and Red Blossoms from Underroot. All of which were like really sick reprints at the time. I mean, Ash Blossom was like super yep. expensive. And for them to be mm -hmm. guaranteed reprints, it wasn't really appreciated at the time, but it's really sick. And then you have like Crow and Valor and Lancia. Yep. And that's it as far as hand jobs, mm -hmm. which most of those are here. Uh, you don't have uh, Crow specifically, but honestly, Crow could get thrown in here as like a replacement for like one card here or there and be fine. Mm -hmm. Although they could be saving Crow, to be honest with you. They could be saving Crow high rarity reprint for something else. I could see that. And so it's interesting because, so I think this is a good lead into the other big conversation with this set is the effect on the yeah. secondary market and Holy. the effect on collectors as a whole. So DD Crow is a card that has a starlight that is not in this set. There are a sure. lot of cards in here that have starlights and ultis that are in the set. Uh, effect Veiler has a starlight print and... Now there are three other high rarity slots that are going to compete with both the Starlight and the Ultimate Rare. Uh, like yes. Ghost Bell has a Starlight, and it is now competing with three other versions of that card. The secret, the OG Secret Rare Eldritch will probably tank in price if we're being real. Like, yeah, I mean it's going to have another Secret Rare printing now. The the and and the thing is, all of these cards are available at the super slot, so like mm -hmm. they're going to and because they're available in like every single rarity you like you basically you have crazy now short prints are a thing we don't know if there's going to be short prints i imagine there will be but like because this is a side set right you ideally probably, there won't if, be if you buy two boxes you probably you won't get you you might get a play set of every card but you probably won't get them in matching rarities which yeah i mean you trade I mean, around you're, you're, yeah. gonna, you're gonna pull you're gonna pull probably this, at least one I'm or two a, quarter century secrets and one or two of each of the high rarities. So there like, is there is absolutely no way to, that this is not like one of the most open sets of all time. Like I would not be shocked if more of this got opened than the Megatons. Like, uh, yeah, like, I, I don't think, think it'll be close. I think this will be maybe the best selling product of all time like, in the TCG. And I personally, I'm not I'm not joking. I'm not exaggerating. I'm not kidding. When I go to nationals this year. My goal is to sell as much of my collection as possible that I can like that I like that I like reasonably would want to get rid of. Right? I'm not gonna sell like yeah. just stuff I have no intention of ever getting rid of now. But like, yep. I'm gonna go to the vendor tables. That's where I intend on doing my selling. Don't think I'm like gonna go around selling to people. Like at the vendor tables, mm -hmm. yep. I my plan is to go directly to the side deck as soon as I get there because like. They're awesome, and I love the side deck. You should also, you should absolutely, if you're going to Nationals, vend with the side deck. They're amazing. Not a sponsor, mm -hmm. but yeah. Um, yep. I, I plan on moving most of my high rarity stuff. I have secret Ash Blossoms. I'm probably going to be moving them. I have collector rare desires. I'm probably going to move them. I have, I mean, everything yeah. that I have that, I mean, I have high end stuff for old formats. You know, I'm probably going to move a lot of it just because. I'm probably gonna try to buy like five or six cases of this product. Like it's it's that good of a product. If you can get them for a good price early, you know, if you can get them for seven hundred for a case and you can afford to go in on several cases, you should really do it if you're like at all interested in like sing like opening this set and like getting high rarity stuff. Like like I'm not saying everybody can just like wail out on a bunch of cases of this, yeah. but like like if you're in the position and you like. Even if you're just like getting back into the game and you have a bunch of cards you need, you should, when this set comes out, you should try to buy like two or three boxes of this set because yeah. realistically you pull a handful of quarter centuries, a handful of collectors, a handful of ultis. Yeah. Even the low end stuff in this set's probably going to be 15 or $20. Yeah. Plus like uh like the even like some of the higher rarity stuff too, like the reprints will be dirt cheap. So even if you're not somebody who yeah. wants to buy a sealed product, uh, like the super rare singles for, for these cards will probably be a, like super, super affordable. Like it's obviously like, it's like a big, it's a big ish set, but it's like, it's a full booster box. It's not any bigger than like a core set and all the cards being yeah. available at every rarity. means you've got like base, you basically have an even chance to snag everything. If, if there aren't short prints. Right. Um, yeah. I will say a ton of people like there's a mass exodus in the starlight rare market i think and i think people yeah. started getting nervous around the 25th anniversary reveals with with those prints but like this just like 
open the floodgates. I'm seeing in a lot yeah. of the Canadian like buy and sell trade Facebook groups, people are like people are listing all of their high rarity stuff. It's it, like you people know are posting even worse some, than Starlights. Like, there's there's actually things that are a lot worse than Starlights right now. That would collectors be collectors. Oh yeah, because well because like why would you want like an old collectors rare if you could have the new one? Like for the from the OCG style. There's like, for example, uh, better. I'm thinking of an, I'm thinking of cards that are available in collectors, a uh, lightning storm and uh, fossil dig, uh, triple tech as a collectors, I think Baron uh, de Fleur. Baron. Yeah. Like Baron was close to $300 at one point. It was sitting in mid early to mid April. It was sitting at like 280 mm -hmm. Barons right now are sitting at like 180. Yeah, well, uh, Nibiru, like ulti Nibirus, ulti droplets, ulti imperms, like it's going to be interesting to decide, like to see. I think the other interesting conversation is like what becomes max rarity now. Like with imperm, is it the OTS pack ultimate rares? Is it going to be the the collectors rare? Is it going to be the quarter century? Is it going to be yeah. the? Is it going to be the collectors? Okay, Nibiru uh, is, is market the... price a month ago was one seventy seven. New beers are currently listed at 147. Yeah. And that's just like, this is also, so note that those are going down. This doesn't, this set doesn't come out until like November. It's so it doesn't come out for another five months and people are already trying to unload their stuff. So yeah. I would, if I would honestly, unless it's something that's like not in the set that you really want, I would just not buy high rarity stuff right now. Even the max, even what is quote unquote max rarity Ash Blossom. Think about it like this. Maximum yeah. <laughs> Crisis Ash Blossoms have been max rarity for like five years or more. Yeah. Like I a wonder... long time. Like the Unlimbs are like 35 yeah. bucks. They have been hesitant to print an ulti Ash. And I wonder if this is why. If they were waiting for this. Well, listen. They they haven't wanted to print an ulti Ash for a long time. And... Now you're looking at having an ulti, a collector, Collectors, and a starlight. And uh, hey, no, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. You could also get it in platinum rare. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, low key, I, I kind of want to get one of every flat rare. <laughs> I, I think that would be a fun collection, honestly. It it right. would are it would admittedly be a very fun collection. There's one last card that I want to touch on. Mm -hmm. from a uh like a i don't want to say a market watch standpoint but like just so that people like understand what's happening with the starlight market right now this is a card that is not in this set this is a card that okay february of this year starlight ip mascarena was seventeen hundred dollars market price okay by March, it had dropped. It settled to fifteen hundred. Right now, you can buy a Starlight IP Mascarena on the on TCG Player. Let's just say a Light Play First Dead is a thousand dollars. A Near Mint First Dead is eleven hundred because the twenty fifth anniversary Secret Rare, which is basically the same thing as far as I'm concerned, is currently pre selling at three hundred dollars. The Starlight yeah. market is crashing and it's crashing hard. And people that have invested heavy in the starlight market are feeling the effects of it. That's now that there is one last thing to point out in this set, which is that mm -hmm. some of the cards present in this set are pretty damning as far as I'm concerned, because if they are in this set, that means they are never getting, they are not getting banned yeah. for a long time, which is dimensional barrier and barrier, feather storm. Featherstorm. Now, what is not in this set is eradicator epidemic virus, which has been the source of some Twitter controversy this week. Pew, 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 pew. Yeah, we. Uh, that's we my don't transition. Have... I was so proud yeah. of Skyhawk. Yeah, that's that's what I thought it was going to be. Was the uh, was the guess what's not on here? Uh, we yeah. don't have. Yeah, we don't have too much time to talk about this, so we can do it quick. But yeah, uh, obviously the finals match uh, is is what kind of sparked the conversation. There's also an excellent Joshua Schmidt video making the argument that like EEV is not really the biggest problem here. Uh, sure. So that's definitely something you can watch for. Uh, I, I think I agree that the other continuous trap floodgates and stuff like Deep Aryan Featherstorm are actually probably worse than Eradicator. Eradicator doesn't always win you the game, but I think a card like Eradicator that blows out normal spells probably just should not exist. 
Like, uh, when, when the counterplay to normal trap cards just does not exist in the same way that it does for other types of cards, uh, I, I think we probably have to ban the cards that cause the most problems at that slot, like we have with every other card. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I think it's gotta go. But I understand uh, the argument that we have to... Uh, if we're going to do that, we also need to kind of rein in the back row hate, and uh, I am absolutely on board with that trade-off. My thing is that I'm fine with cards like Lightning Storm being like semi-limited, Duster being limited, things like that, but effectively, those cards don't have any counterplay to cards like EEV. Those car in fact, EEV literally cancels out those cards. Um, I yeah. think that you have to have counterplay to e either you have counterplay to cards like D Barrier, Featherstorm, and Erad, or they are banned. To me, there's no in between. And anything short of those cards being banned or reboot coming to three, to me, is an egregious oversight by the Konami RD department in understanding just how cancer these cards are as unrespondable lingering floodgates. It's the exact same issue that we have with D Shifter with gamma being at one when yeah. you cannot respond to these lingering floodgates that immediately impact the duel in an I have, insane I, way i have some bad news for you about what you just said <laughs> i just realized this too uh dimension shifter, shifter is also, is in, also this in it yeah so now, in notably, theory if d barrier notably, d shifter and uh feather storm are all in this set then not gonna get banned but that means reboot's coming back and gamma's coming back so you know we take the good with the there bad there is there is no droll in this set. So there is hope. I I really do think that all of those lingering floodgates should be banned. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm fine with agree. Reboot being banned, but they all they also need to go. But I also do not think that if Tikaboo, Rivalry, Gozen, etc., those types of floodgates are still at three, I do not think that cards like Lightning Storm need to be semi or even limited. I don't think that. I think that... We still need to have blowout counterplay to these trap cards. Those trap cards resolving is a blowout. I need to have a way to respond in turn. Yeah. I, also, I'll, I'll Storm, blowouts. I'll blowouts. Not even that blowouts. good. Yeah, I, not even that good. So. I I agree with the I, I agree with the all or nothing take there. It's kind of like the max C take where it's like it's at three or it's at zero. It should be at zero. Where with this one, it's Agreed. like. With with normal trap cards and and counterplay to those, it's either all of them should exist or none of them should exist. Like having bits and pieces of them just makes for crappy situations in gameplay. Yeah. If if a pointer and dust shoot are banned, then I think that because they're unrespondable and they immediately win the game, then I think that cards like Erad and cards like D barrier and cards like Featherstorm should also be banned because yeah. they immediately win the game and there is no counterplay if you are going second. It doesn't exist. Yeah, and I think I think if we do that and when we add the floodgates, there then becomes a case to be like, okay, does Duster really need to be legal? Like, I think I think we do yeah. ultimate if we decide to go the route of banning all of them, we do have to have that conversation. But yeah, I now, think listen, of course, if you ban if you go out and you ban all those like continuous floodgates yeah sure there's absolutely an argument to be made for limiting or banning duster and even lightning storm but i yeah uh, with all these cards running around at three lightning storm should be at three not two and i'm just gonna be honest if you insist on having d barrier erad and Featherstorm, you need to give me dust you need to give me reboot at three i'm j i'm seriously i'm serious i want reboot at three Either that or the lingering floodgates that are unresponsible yep. need to go. Speaking Especially of, considering uh, they are searchable and can be activated immediately with the new Labyrinth cards. I, they need to go. Speaking of a reboot, I'm rebooting this podcast. Uh, <laughs> can we read some patron names? I gotta, gotta yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's read the patron names before we run out of time. 
Let's go. So, of course, we want to take and thank all of our patrons. So, a huge thank you to Kane Martin, Zyphorus, Big Stinky, Broken Boy 13, Ding Dongs, hosts of the Yang Zang, Earth Machine, Best Deck. Has anyone actually read Toy Vendor, HH Cyber? I used to play Rogue, but then my mom got a job. Is Canada Nickelback, John Lil, Mountain Man, Open Spaghetti, Owen Alvarado, Set to Guaiba, Silver Hope, There's Only One Rule, Pop the Baby, Unbanned Number 95, Konami, Understanding and Reading are two different things, Virtually Savers World, You Touch My Talala, My Ding Dang Long, Aaron Gardner, Asami, <laughs> Ashlish Chaps, Atsuyo, Sympathy, Silver Castle, Blackwing Silver, and the Ascent is the best floodgate box. Wine. Come on and get your game on. Duty booty, dragon maidenless behavior. I'm about to regrow glamour troops across these plant nuts in your mouth. Old man red pin code one for three. Sakitama, Aratama, Nikitama, Cam Obama, slaking it up, and super califragilistic expialidocious heavy samurai. Thank you all so much for your continued support of the podcast. If you want to get that extra episode every week, be sure to check out our five dollar and up tier. And I know, I know, I know what you're saying. Those that have been in the $10 tier before, you're like, ah, don't join the $10 tier, though, because they never live stream. Joke's on you. One of us has a real computer now that can handle live streaming, and we're about to start doing that junk. It's so, uh, it's in it's in the works. It's in the works. We are actually going to start fulfilling our $10 patron uh, our, uh, things that we're actually going to start doing that for once. Wow. So if you want to get a live stream once a month or so, do that my my video is gone so thank you all so much for joining us on today's episode <laughs> have a great week everyone collector's rare fossil dig and ultimate rare fossil dig and platinum rep hey it's danny pellegrino from everything iconic ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.